Now it's time for Life Speaks with Michelle Zirkel-Markham on the air. your host for Life Speaks, here on the air. This week on Life Speaks, I'll be describing ways that you can get in touch with your guides and angels who are here to assist you. I'll be explaining to you how I first tapped into this ability myself and ways that you can phrase your questions so that your guides can best answer those questions that are weighing on your mind. I've been leading meditations and writing meditations lately for those who are seeking this special help. I've been enjoying doing this throughout many states. I've been going to places like the Salt Cave in Columbus and yoga studios to share with people the special healing ability of Reiki and also helping people through meditation to get in touch with guidance from other realms. We all have this ability. I can assure you that if you think you can't listen to your angel, that you just don't have that type of ability, I can assure you that you do. You just need help in doing it if it doesn't come naturally perhaps you've forgotten how to you used to be able to do it when you were younger but you've let it go because life's got in the way and you've gotten too busy that's why i'm sharing with you on this episode of life speaks how you can connect to your guides and you can do this from home you can do this throughout your day as you practice it just like you would practice any other skill that you want to hone. My gifts first started opening when I had an experience at my house that was of paranormal nature. I had many different paranormal experiences going on, and during this time, I was pushed into a place where I was questioning not only the existence of a higher power, but I was pushed into questioning how these uh, eyeballs were floating in my house, how this water was spraying inexplicably inside of my home where there was no apparent water leak. This led me to read, to write the book, Rain No Evil, which is now being made into a screenplay. And yes, I'm very excited because it's almost completed by a wonderful gentleman named Mike Bacon. I, through this journey of approximately approximately eight months total of paranormal events that were going on, I started questioning how these apparitions 
were appearing. How how did this happen? And I began praying for my gifts to open more because I wanted to understand and experience more. Uh, and this worked. <laughs> this worked. The prayers that I prayed for for God to open my gifts more and allow me to see things that my kids were seeing, for instance, the lights that were being seen by my youngest son, I wanted to be able to see. I remembered being able to see them when I was younger. And perhaps you remember seeing things when you were little, things that didn't make sense, that ghost or that door closing and opening We've all heard the stories that are out there of paranormal events. And perhaps you're one of them, one of those people who have experienced something in earlier years, but you've dismissed it or you've forgotten about it, and life got in the way, and you don't take the time to to seek guidance from those guides and angels who are here to help you. Because possibly the experience you had was frightening. Now, some of the experiences I had during this time were frightening. Some of them were. But some of them, and I would say the majority of them, 80%, were life-enhancing experiences that allowed me to connect to that other realm of guidance that helps me every day now to lead a more abundant life. So first I began seeing the lights that I could see when I was younger. I would look into the darkness and I would be able to see flashes of light when I was praying. And this continued. And I realized that these were angels letting me know they were there. I would sense their presence. Sometimes I would smell a certain fragrance like roses or a mixture of flowers that would be present when I was praying that were not in the room any other time until I began the prayer. And this is one way that you can know that your angels or guides are present is by something unusual like a scent or a feeling that you don't get any other time unless you're invoking their assistance. There are many types of guides besides angels. Angels were never human. They are assigned to you before you're born and have been with you in many other lifetimes. Guides also can be elementals like fairies or even alien or galactics. This may sound strange, but... I do know many people who have guidance from these other realms. There are also ascended masters and deceased loved ones who help us from beyond. Ascended masters and loved ones are humans who have passed on, who have died in this physical world. You may have an affinity for, say, Mother Teresa, and you typically seek her help in prayer or meditation. And when you do this, you are 
you are actually reaching out to that realm for help. And she will come and help you. There are many saints. Uh, it doesn't have to be a saint with the Catholic Church. But there are saints, as we would call them, people who have, in this life, been awarded that title just by the common folk, the, the title of saint. You know, they were a saint. That person was just such a saint. They were, they, in other words, they had an inherent goodness goodness that we all have, but they allowed theirs to, to really flourish in their life, and they helped other people. And these people that have moved on are also, often, they are family to us, or friends, or neighbors, or coworkers. Those people often come through if you were close to them and help you. So how do you know when you're around, when your angels are around? Well, first of all, they are, whether you realize it or not. And you can go into meditation or prayer in order to access that channel of communication. That is probably the easiest uh, and most common way, which is getting to a quiet place, somewhere you're very comfortable. You don't have to be laying down. You can be sitting up. You can be walking. I often like to walk in a meditative state. Uh, I just have to be careful where I'm walking. But I often do like to walk and pray and open my mind to the information that comes in but when I do this I have to let my to-do list go so when you the idea of meditation is you you clear your mind of distractions you're not thinking about the market and what you need to get there you're not thinking about what you need to do tomorrow or reminiscing about what happened yesterday you are totally present in the moment and open to what you're receiving in that moment, which is your moment of power. It's important to protect your yourself when you go into meditation or into prayer because you're opening up that astral level. You're opening up lines of communication that extend beyond this physical world. And it's important to say a prayer of protection. However you would like to do that. Just ask for protection. Ask your guides or angels for protection. You can ask Archangel Michael for protection. And then go into that silence of the mind. That allows information to come through. It's difficult to receive information from your guides and angels. When your mind is already full of everything else. That is going on on a daily basis and it's like having your, your belly full and then trying to sit down to a full meal. You're not going to enjoy it. You're just going to be more full and you're not even going to, to eat half of it because you're too full. So you need to empty out your mind, let it rest. There will be thoughts pop in, especially when you first start. There will be thoughts pop in. Even when you're praying, you don't have to even call it meditation and, and do what would be a traditional meditation. 
you can actually be praying and those thoughts will still creep in. What am I having for lunch? Uh, wonder if the kids got home safely. Wonder if my car tire is going to go flat again like it did yesterday. Those thoughts will go through, but you just let them pass. Realize that you can catch up to them later and be in the moment. So that's my first suggestion for tapping into this level of communication is be present and be empty and be open. Presence, openness, and emptiness. We all see the manifestations of our angels and guides differently. Some of us actually see angels as a physical manifestation, wings and all. Some of us do not, or at least not yet. It can happen when you least expect it. I know someone who prayed for years to see an angel. And sure enough, one morning she rolled over and there was an angel. It startled her, but she was happy that she had received a gift of sorts. The ability to actually see with the physical eyes an angel. But seeing angels does not require outer vision. It requires inner vision. As long as you have that, you're good to go. When your guides are wanting to communicate with you, specifically an answer or give you information, you may feel, say, particularly peaceful when you've been agitated. And you just don't, you have all of a sudden this overwhelming sense of, of peace that wasn't something you normally would feel when you're in this agitated state. That can mean they're present. You may notice coincidences that really aren't coincidences, like finding a feather several days in a row in different places. Or you keep meeting people with the same name or seeing the same number pattern over and over. I don't mean just you've happened to meet two people named Tom within the period of six months. I mean you're meeting people with the same name over and over. Say within a couple of weeks, you may have met six Toms. Okay, that can be a sign. And I don't mean you're just finding a feather when you're out walking and then a couple of weeks later you might find another feather because you were out walking in the same place. These will be spread over different places. There may be a feather laying on your car or even on your seat when you go to sit down outside. There'll be one that'll flutter right over to your feet and land in front of you. Or perhaps it's animals that are appearing in different locations. That's the key to knowing that it is divine a divine sign. These events or symbols will appear to you in different locations at different times in different ways. For instance, with the with the number patterns, there's only twice a day that you can see the number pattern 1111. If it's 11 o'clock and 11 minutes after, that's in the morning a.m. and then you can see it again in the evening p.m. But if you see that 1111 on the license tag in front of you as you're driving, and you also happen to go to someone's address that is that 1111, or at least nearby, 
You've looked up the street and the place that you're walking to for lunch has 1111. Or it's the amount that something added up to when you purchased it. Maybe your lunch cost $11.11. Those types of number patterns will show up. That is a sign that your guides and angels are trying to get your attention. What they're trying to get your attention about may not have to do specifically with the number or even the name or the symbol, but it might. That's up to you to be open to that interpretation. You may get a meaningful reminder when your guides are around. Like, for instance, you're upset and you notice that you've been working a lot and you're just tired and aggravated. You haven't had time for yourself. And you sit down and flip the TV on and there's a cartoon on that was your favorite cartoon when you were growing up. This reminds you that you need to play more. And it makes you feel how you felt when you were a child and you enjoyed watching that cartoon. That is one way that angels will particularly speak to you with a meaningful reminder. This is Michelle Zirkel on Life Speaks. We'll be right back with more ways to tune into your guides from above. There is also a knowingness that comes on you when you are in the presence of guides or angels who are specifically trying to get you to recognize something. For instance, you meet someone and they're very nice, they're pleasant, they're courteous, they shake your hand, they smile, but behind it all, your gut feeling is telling you this person is dangerous. They're not who they appear to be. Listen to your gut. Maybe you realize that you realize I don't want to take the same path home. I'm going to take a different route. Uh, you don't know why. You just feel like you're not supposed to go the same route home. And then you realize later that there was a wreck on your normal route. This is a sign that your angels are around. There's There can be physical indications as well, such as the flashes of light that I mentioned earlier. There can be tingles, goosebumps, chills, or ringing in your ear. You may feel a sudden flash of heat. These are physical symptoms that your guides or angels are around, and particularly when you are praying. So why is it important to get guidance from your angels or your guides? The reason that you want guidance from them is because they can see so much further than you can. They are like eagles. They can look over the expanse of the landscape that is your life. They are looking from above. They are objective. They see possibilities that you can't possibly see because you are like a squirrel running from tree to tree, looking, searching for nuts, hiding them away, trying to survive, and you don't realize that right over the crest of the hill, right over the ridgetop, there are not only more trees, not only more forests, but expansive lands that you can't even imagine. And all of those 
unfold possibilities for you and your life. And the only way that you can see them is to rise above and to embrace those possibilities. You can do this much easier when you have guidance. And this is the type of guidance that angels and guides provide. If you have a specific question for your guides, well, that's wonderful. They, they can help you out with specific questions. To ask a specific question to your guide, you need to phrase it so that it's simple and not a complicated question. You need to stick to questions that pertain to only you. So say that you have a question about where you'd like to move. You would ask, I'd like to know where to move. That would be most life enhancing for me. That would be an acceptable question. It's clear cut. You wouldn't want to ask a double question like, where should I move and when? Because that has two questions in it. And you need to ask those separately. This is just what I have found for me works best. After you ask the first question, tune in, see what your initial response is, what your initial impression is. The impression may come in the form of an image. It may just be a feeling that you get. It may be... Uh, it may be a word. It may not be a complete sentence. And that's okay. Just what are you feeling at this time? When I first moved several years ago, I wasn't sure where to move to. And I just got this general sense I was to move west. I didn't know how far west, and I didn't move out west. I just knew I was supposed to go the direction of west. I felt it. I called my angels in, and they led me to places that I ended up actually looking at several places in the area that was west of me. It was only an hour from me, but it was west, and I did end up finding a place there and really enjoyed the move. You would not want to ask a question that infringes on another person's free will. For instance, you wouldn't want to ask, will John fall in love with me? You could ask, will my love for John be life enhancing? Or you could ask, is there a marriage in my near future? But if you ask, will John fall in love with me? That is up to John to decide. And it's not something that you should find out in this manner. Also, if you don't have a specific question, you can ask a general question. Say you want you want guidance on embarking on a new career. You can say, what do I need to know to find a career I'm happy in? Or is my own accounting firm going to add to my jewelry? Is opening my own accounting firm going to add my toy. So experiment a little and see if you are able to 
receive information that you just know feels right for you. I hope that you have learned how to tune into your guides and angels. If you're leery of attempting to do this, I can just tell you that it has truly made my life much easier to navigate. Decisions come much easier to me when I'm in congruence with the holy realms that are available to everyone. And I love accessing the information that comes from the eagle vision that they have because I see possibilities that I'm unable to see when I'm simply a squirrel under a tree. Some other ways that you may want to, some other practices that you may want to employ when you're leading a meditation yourself or when you're, um, when you're praying by yourself, you can light candles, which do have an energy of continual growth behind them. So as the flame burns, so does the desire that you've put into it. You can ask for protection with the candles. It doesn't matter what color. You can also use sage or other incense and create a sacred space, if you will. And this is a good time to say the prayer and invoke Archangel Michael's protection or whatever entity you're comfortable with. I know a lot of Christians like to pray to Father, Son, the Holy Spirit for protection. And or they just call in the Holy Spirit and ask for that divine protection in that manner. However you're comfortable, then I would suggest following following your intuition and what makes you comfortable because the more comfortable you are, the more open you'll be to the experience and the more information that you'll get and the more your life will flourish with all the possibilities before you that are just waiting for you to decide and to embrace them. I would also suggest that if you have meditations that you can go to in your community, such as yoga places or salt caves like I am now doing, I would advise you to take advantage of that and and go and experience the group meditations. You can also get um, the same sort of group meditation feeling by doing this with an online tape. You can also stream it. You can get several guided meditations that are available on YouTube or online. So you would need to type into Google the word guided with meditation. If you're wanting a healing guided meditation, you would type it in that way, healing guided meditation. You can find ones that are short or long. 15 minutes is a, 10 to 15 minutes is a fairly short one, and a longer one would be around 45 minutes. It just depends on what you're wanting. And you won't always want the same thing. Your, your desires will change as you start 
praying and getting in tune with yourself and your guides, you'll be more apt to hear them on a daily basis. And that's my goal for you. My goal for me to share with you, I should say, is that I'm able to help you to, on on your own, to get in touch with your guides. I hope to empower you to find your strength and to find your connection with all that is holy and all that is available to you. This is Michelle Zirkel, your host for Life Speaks, and I am glad that you joined me this week. I will be guesting on Mr. Phil's show next weekend in New York, but unless you're in the immediate vicinity of New York, Port Jervis, and Manhattan areas, you will not be able to hear it live. However, I will in a few months be podcasting it so that you can hear the entire interview with Mr. Phil, who back in the 80s, he rocked it out. He was a comedian who won America's Got Talent, and that was back in the 80s, and now he has his own show in Port Jervis, New York. May the divine shine his light through all of us who seek the presence of our guides and angels.